0: Kofkin Bond listeners, welcome back, Podcast 56. I had a, a little jealous boy who hasn't been on the podcast for a week and really wanted to get back. We had great feedback, but um, he's forced his way back into the podcast. Tony, welcome back. Haven't been called little for a long time, <laughs> No, No, uh, look, the feedback was great, and I think it was a right time to definitely get Darren involved, um, especially with everything that's going on at the moment. A lot of people interested in what he had to say um especially property i think it's a hot topic and to have darren in it was a great time to have him and you were you were at another exam getting through some courses
1: yes yes it was um it wasn't a it was, listen it was a great day because i got it done um and i'm fairly confident i got it done really well but you not the most inspiring day sitting down for all those hours and uh, doing exams, uh, especially because especially they actually closed the book as well and still have to do it. And I have to get on top of technology to be able to do that. But, yeah, got it done. And, happy, uh, happy the box is ticked, waiting for the results, which I'm pretty sure will be very positive. Yeah, it's funny when you have so
0: much experience. Is it 29 years now? 28. 28, still 28. It's actually funny. Maybe we can send out to all our listeners with this podcast uh, your first day 28 years ago. Um, looking like photo, a photo of the
1: 14th of February. Look,
0: looking like a young Harry Potter.
1: Yes, yes, so it's, uh, it, was, it was very interesting that you said Harry Potter because um, I think Josh called me something else which was actually quite complimentary uh, okay. and then I turned around and I said, yeah, but uh, Jamie just called me Harry Potter and he laughed and he goes, yeah, I think Harry Potter more to the point.
0: <laughs> so we'll hopefully send that out to our listeners but look Tony, today's a little bit of a, little bit of a mixed podcast I guess, um, it relates but we're talking I, I guess recessions, um, yep. I've, never, I've never experienced one. Um, Mm -hmm. but good things come out of recessions. So when you were born 91,
1: okay. So you do experience one, but you're just being fed uh, milk at that stage. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, So (laughs) we, uh, so I, okay. I've experienced one in a sense, but look, I, I think, you know, you're going to be the one that knows a little bit more here. I think you were fresh to the industry at that time, but you know, good things do come out of recession, even though there are bad times. And some of the greatest things in the world have been built during those times.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's, um, a couple, well, I started in this industry on the 14th of February, 92. So basically as uh, during the last recession Australia had, and uh, I was uh, with National Mutual. And I still remember a guy who I'm pretty sure would be deceased by now. Uh, his name was Frank Maloney, really, really big advisor. Had clients like the Grollos and things like that in the corporate superannuation areas, clients. And, and he turned around complaining that his income had dropped by $114,000 to my father. And you know, with this recession, and I turned around to my father and said, My God, what in the hell does he earn if his income is dropped by 114 grand? He goes, Oh, he's at least a million, million, million one a year. I just turned around and said, Wow, I wish I could earn 114 grand, never mind uh, be able to have my income drop by 114 grand. And, and he had one part time staff member, Jamie. Wow it's the different good days. old the, the, the days, good isn't old it? good old days is that what they called yeah. <laughs> so it's so. a but it was yeah completely different well but i think the the interesting part of that was you know people's perceptions, people who have been around a long time um and you know during that period of time we had interest rates on mortgages you know as high as seventeen percent and they, those type of things they hurt, they hurt budgets uh, yeah. and and you know as as, as much um, as I vote a certain way, I have to admit, I thought uh, Keating and Hawke did a really good job during that period, yeah. um, and they you know realistically it was about trying to uh, stimulate the economy and get things going, but the what you, what you're saying is correct, and as you know, you're with me when I gave that talk in Chicago to the learner group clients and one of the parts on that was um, you know Australia hasn't really seen it tough and that's the biggest concern that I'd always had is that if we do go into a recession there's a lot of people who are now say 30 years old um, who've been working for 10 years and just always thought that you know, this is as hard as it gets. And, you know, a lot of those people now are facing redundancies or reduced work hours or in some cases uh, reduced incomes. And as we know, is that a lot of people doesn't matter how much you earn, they tend to spend virtually everything they earn. And so if all of a sudden your hours are being cut or your income is being cut to 70%, uh, that really puts strains on things like trying to pay the mortgage, um, etc. Yep. So yeah. So th- this can be really hard. Um, we've had to adjust um, a few insurances for some clients based on the fact that their incomes have been adjusted down. Uh, so we still have to keep the valuable insurance in place, of course, but you know, just to be able to get them through this period of time, they're in good health. So we can reapply that extra cover again, you know, once they have all their income back, but yeah, it's, it's a struggle uh, for a lot of people at the moment. And it's the first time that they would have ever experienced this struggle as well. So yeah, yep. that, can be, that can be very interesting here in Australia. So I, I guess this time is, uh, it's interesting. I think you see a lot of uh, people
0: writing at the moment and, and people are sort of redefining their goals in a sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was actually, I sort of raised the point. You sent me five, five sort of dot points today and I'd actually like to go through them. Um, Absolutely. But it's sort of a process. And uh, one of them is, one, have clear goals. Now these can change, but it's about having a clear goal.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, it's not so much that the, the goals might change, Jamie. I think sometimes it's a case of you have to uh, change the process of actually achieving the goals. And that's realistically what we are going through now in some way. So if you think about um, where we are right now, it's a case of someone might have a goal to earn X amount of dollars by doing stuff in a certain way this year. Um, or over the next three years, et cetera. But because we're now all working from home and working via Zoom and things like that, uh, they've had to change their thought process. So, yep. you know, my when it comes to goals and plan your goals, I think to start with it's, um, you know, it's try and if you fail, diagnose, redesign and try again. So the goal actually doesn't have to change. So if your goal in a business was to make a million-dollar EBIT this year, that goal doesn't actually have to change. What you have, might have to do is change the way you're going about actually achieving it. So I, th- I think that's where, but having clear goals is the start. So, and it's, it's not so much, I sometimes think people think uh, that having a clear goal is a case of, for example, having um, what, you might, what some people would call a vision board and having a picture of a house on it or having a picture of a car on it and things like that. And they're what I call dreams and fantasies. That's actually not a goal. So the goal is actually, you know, to achieve a certain amount. So as, as you know, even with our own business goals that you sit on our executive you know, committee and you're an integral part of those goals and, you know, we have a clear goal of where we're going to be every year until the next 10 years. But our reasons for getting there are all different. So my reasons for getting there is not about money in the bank. It's about being able to support our charitable foundation to the best way we can. So, so for example, and this is what we are talking about the other day is having clear goals. So I've got clear goals, as you know, with my health at the moment. So I've actually shared them with you. Uh, They're very specific, very precise. Um, I've shared them with you. I've shared them with Boyana. I've shared them with Josh and Jeremy. So just in case they see, see me sitting down on the couch, eating a bag of chips, my, health goals are not about consuming more fat and salt and putting on weight it's about actually losing so you know and being very specific on those goals being very specific on how they're going to be achieved is actually part of that process yeah so
0: moving on to point two um the now where'd you actually get this out of
1: uh principles by ray dalio
0: oh yeah yes i've actually read that so i think you think i should be across that (laughs) 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 number number two identify and don't tolerate the problems that stand in the way of achieving those goals of your achieving those goals
1: yeah absolutely so i mean we're, we're all going to it's never going to be well actually what's the saying we sometimes um uh put our goals are sometimes large in respect to what we believe we can achieve in one year But they're generally generally small on what we can achieve over a five-year period. So if I just put it as, you know, for example, if I put it down to weight, if your goal is to lose weight um, and you put down that you want to lose 15 kilos and you put down that you want to lose that 15 kilos over the space of 10 weeks, you're going to have to make some massive adjustments in your life to actually achieve that. But you know, it's a case of if you put down that in the space of, you know, two years, you would like to have lost 18 kilos and have a blood pressure of 120 over 80 and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's um, it's basically a case of that. You're not going to tolerate the problems that come into way. And, and what I say in that too, it's also about pleasure and pain. And this is one thing that I'm a very big believer on is that, we are, and it's it's not my synopsis, by the way. It's it's you know I've read it from people who are far more brilliant than I am, which is most people. It's um the basis is is everything we do in life is about pleasure and pain. So, as an example, if we go back to my uh, health, um my health goals, as an example, the pain that you go through, say the short term pain, as an example, the problem uh, that you go through is that yeah, I want to lose weight, but if I don't want to change my dietary habits uh, because they're pleasurable, uh, the pain I'm going to get is actually in the long term when nothing in my health changes whatsoever. Uh, so basically you do have problems and you just can't tolerate those problems. Yeah, um, And you can't allow things to stand in the way of achieving those goals. It's, it's really quite simple. Um, so, you know, if there are things in the way, get around them move on with them get rid of them it's really quite simple
0: yep so moving on to point three um accurately diagnose the problems to get to the root of their causes now this is one that a lot of people will turn a blind eye to
1: yeah so as an example i've currently got high blood pressure so first of all i've gone and got all the medical stuff done my heart is my heart is great my lungs are great uh so i've got no issues with my heart and lungs Uh, But I have high blood pressure and I had an exercise ECG and that exercise ECG saw a big spike in my blood pressure, a dramatic spike at the start of that exercise. And then it slowly came down a little bit, uh, but not much as the intensity of the exercise actually increased. So there was a bit of a concern when you consider that I don't have diabetes. Um, I'm certainly carrying extra weight at the moment, but I don't have diabetes Um, I don't have any health issues or uh, vitamin deficiencies or anything like that. So basically it was a case of, well, we have to diagnose the problem and then we have to find out the root causes. And realistically, it's quite simple. Uh, Tony, drop 15 kilos and eat less salt. And your blood pressure will actually come down naturally. And you might see, you, you'd remember in the goals I sent you, I think I sent them to you on Sunday night, my personal ones. It wasn't just actually the weight drop. You actually saw my blood pressure numbers and respect to my medication dosage actually dropped in line with the weight drop as well. So there's a case of, so what is, I have to diagnose what the problem is and then what's the root cause of that problem. And the root cause of that problem is, you know, I, I, I have a sweet tooth and I love bread. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's, I love <laughs> it's critical. it's simple. So that gives me short term pleasure, but it gives me long term pain. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically what is the problem? And the same with business, what is, what is the problem that you have in business and what is the root cause of that problem? So if you're struggling with stress, uh, during business is the root cause of that struggling with stress because you're actually not sleeping at night and you're only getting five hours sleep a day. Yeah. Uh, you know things like that. So there's always going to be a root cause in respect to the problem. Are you not getting enough appointments for the work you do? It could be the case of you not making enough calls. You know, so it's um, or. You're not following up on the opportunities that are given to you if you're a real estate agent or, you know, a car salesman or something like that. So you're not immediately following up. So these, these are the type of things. There's always going to be a root cause to that problem. You have to identify that and you can't be precious enough uh, to not understand that it's your fault. You say, so as an example, my love for bread, Jamie, is not your fault or your problem you try to
0: blame me at one stage, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely not mine.
1: Well, we, we never like to blame ourselves, <laughs> do we? We never like to blame ourselves. You know, but, it's, uh, but, you know, it's, it, as part of that as well is I've asked for the commitment here is, you know, if, you, if you're going to go out and buy yourself a chocolate bar, just do me a favour, don't let me see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, until I get over these cravings, which will take at least 30 to 40 days, until I get over these cravings and I've changed my habits, uh, so I have a habit – I had a habit of going and having a couple of bits of toast at dinner yep. um, and sometimes during the day, maybe yeah. twice during the day and then sometimes on Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> but you can but see how it adds on. It adds I, up.
0: I, I can definitely see. But so number four, I guess that leads into design plans that will actually, will get you around them. So design plans that will actually help you.
1: Yeah. So once again, you've got the goal. The goal is specific, and you've got timeframes on the goal. You then have to design plans on what you know is going to actually work uh, to achieve those goals. So, for example, if I wanted to double the, um, you know, the our business turnover this year, does that mean I have to work twice, twice as many hours as what I do now? Um, I hope not because I already work half the day anyway, so so I hope that's not the case. But sometimes it's a case of saying, okay, we know what the problem is in achieving those goals. What do we actually do? So in our business, as you know, part of our dares principle, one part of that is the scalable. So if I can do it and now we've got Paul doing it, why can't we have another two or three Pauls or Pauline's and then another, and then 10 Pauls or Pauline's and then a hundred Pauls and Pauline's. So that's the scalable side. But thing. I'd, have, I'd, not... I'd have a headache
0: with 10 Pauls. Yeah. That's why I threw the Pauline's in yeah. there. <laughs> 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 so, we love you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, so, so. so Number five, do what is necessary to push through these designs through to results.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people don't like being uncomfortable. Um, So in other words, to achieve, sometimes achieve those results. I mean, as you know, in our own business, uh, for the last two years, all of our profits, we plowed straight back into the business rather than taking them out. Uh, we ploughed everything straight back into the business to be able to build our digital and automated side of the business uh, and to be able to put on new staff, um, etc. Now, we had to do that to, because we have audacious goals and we want to achieve those audacious goals. And and that way, we actually have to spend money to do it. So we've actually got a design uh, to push through that. But that's, you know, it's, that's taken us out of our comfort zone to actually do that. Um, So, you know, we we borrowed some money in December to buy another business, whereas usually I would just, uh, you know, prefer to have paid cash for it um so it's these these are the scenarios where you start looking at it and what is the plan then so and you know part of this in respect to our own business goals jamie because you've been an integral part of putting them together as well to be able to make sure we can do it so this really is is one that i should ask you do the necessary to push through these designs so i can say here's what the goal is And then so as an example, we're talking about statement of advices and you said to me today, you know, I, I believe Tony that we can push three of those out comfortably over two days. And my comment was, well, I want it to be four. (laughs) So, so I don't care about comfortable. How do we get it to full? What do we have to do? What technologies, uh, how do we get it where 60% of it is automated when we have the client information? So, you know, so basically what I've done is I've thrown it back in you and saying, that's good. Um, But, you know, if we had 520 new clients in a year, I don't want to have to double our staff members to be able to actually be able to onboard them because, It's taken us so long to do a statement of advice. So these are all the simple things. The problems get in the way, but then what's necessary uh, to push through these designs and be uncomfortable in making sure that we keep getting there until the results are actually achieved. So if you think about step one is you've got that clear goal and purpose of what you want to do, Um, you identify any problems that could be there and then just don't tolerate them. Uh, that could be staff members that could be family that could be um, you know I have a I have a problem Jamie of getting up at 5am you know well no one can have no one has a problem getting up at 5am unless you go to bed at 1am you know then then you might have a problem so I so that's the next part is identify the problems, what are the root causes of them and change them Um, then design a plan design a plan that you or your team or your family know all about and you get their buy-in Um, in respect to that plan and then you just continually every day you do everything that is necessary to keep pushing through those designs but you have to be flexible enough and what we've gone through in the last six weeks is an example you have to be flexible enough in respect to be able to change the way or redesign what you have to do to still continually achieve what you want yeah so with this advice
0: we're going through a difficult time is this a great time for people to, to sit back and actually go through these steps
1: i think it is you know it's um i had a, a cousin of mine in canada ask how uh business is going uh, great young guy who spent some time with us here in australia um, and he asked how things are going and I said, well, in actual fact, we've never been busier at the moment. So, you know, we've being inundated with, uh, new client queries. And a lot of that is because, you know, we, we have been in the past, um, quite critical of certain sectors of our industry, which is all really coming out to play now. Yeah. Um, so as a result of that, people are turning around and say, my God, these guys are right um so we are getting inundated with new client queries on that basis so for us it's basically keeping up with that but on on a whole these are great times to analyze what you're doing some of the greatest businesses uh have started because uh change was forced upon their existing business structure or their existing business style Yep. you know so it's you now how many how many more pe- how many more people or companies are now going to allow people to work from home because they've actually found that it works well me i hate it absolutely despise it <laughs> uh, and you know and you know that so i hate my my office life is my office life and what goes on in the office stays in the office basically and uh know. because that. But my home life is my personal life, and that's that's totally different. It's you know I don't like bringing work home. So actually having to work from home, I've I've had to every so often go for a walk outside. I've had to you know say well you know it's eight eight o'clock now, Tony. You can you just stop, you know. So it's uh, go and read a book. So so there's but there's going to be changes in the ways things are done. But if you then think about it you now as an organisation. Does that mean that if we have uh, hot desks and people working from home in your office that we can save 100 grand a year on rent one day down the future?
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely – that's that's something that's definitely coming to the forefront. And I, I believe yeah. a lot of companies will go down that route.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if you think about it, I, I know – uh, how much you and Jess are in love with each other, but you know, having to work at home with each other every day, even though she did cook you a wonderful lunch and well, it was a good lunch. Social dis- If social distancing wasn't in place, Jamie, looking at that photo, I think I'd come around. Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> so, I, I, I definitely
0: enjoyed it. That's pretty funny. I sent it around to everyone, so you know, that's how much I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> you're a spoiled boy, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever forget that. Yeah, I so, won't. But But I
0: I think it is. I think people need to reevaluate now, and it's been a good time where you can sit back and you have that time to reevaluate.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. So it's um, but you know, as I said, some of the greatest businesses have been uh, started and formed out of adversities and. And in that case, some of the greatest amounts of wealth have actually been formed out of adversities as well. So it's, it's, and I'm not just talking about investing in the share market because it's really low at the moment because, you know, it doesn't matter if it gets lower. Um, the fact is in five years time, it's going to be considerably higher than where it is today. Yep. So, if, you know, some of the things I've all, uh, you know, I've been hearing is, you know, um, you know, how are you coping in these unprecedented times? And I'm sick to death of that word, unprecedented times, or those two words. It's just like, yeah, things are different, but we're, we've adjusted for it. We'd, we already had the technology to be able to do it. We just were never forced in a position to do it. And, you know, we're, we're, our, our clients seem happy enough. Right? I haven't had any issues with clients having uh, Zoom conference calls with them um so it's you know and if we move this going forward um you know we, we have lovely new offices that we haven't got to see yet but it doesn't mean they have to come in to see us i want yeah. them to because i like being around people that's my personality yeah. um you know i, I miss you jamie i'm yeah. having these conversations face to face
0: yeah Sid, I, I i must admit I'm, I'm i'm getting very over the times at home but we push through and
1: we reevaluate and, and times will be looking good in the future well, if you think about, we, we have, you know, a range of goals. We've got, we've got uh, 120 goals. In other words, we've got one big goal in 10 years' time, which is 120 months away. So, it's, uh, so we have 120 month-to-month goals in achieving yep. our large goal in 10 years' time. And so when you actually consider that, it's a case of we have broken it all down, but you'll see the changes. And in 10 years time, we'll be doing things differently than what we do today, but not because of coronavirus. Uh, We'll actually be doing things differently than what we do today, no differently than what we were doing 10 years ago. Uh, back in the year 2010 and what we're doing differently in the back in the year 2000, what we're doing differently back in the year, in my case, 1992 when I started. So things have always changed. So where we're going to be in 10 years' time has nothing to do with coronavirus. Where we're going to be in 10 years' time is because we've been forced to think differently and we'll have technology to be able to support us moving forward and support our clients moving forward. And that's the same with every single client out there who owns their own business. Um, if you're passionate about what you do in these times, don't say this is a disaster. Say, okay, what can I do to support my clients and to be able to attract new clients? What do I have to do differently? It's pretty simple. Fantastic.
0: Tony, I appreciate your time today. Um, it was good having you back.
1: And... It's been a pleasure talking to you, Jamie, but don't lie, you don't like talking to, <laughs> you, I talk to everyone <laughs> else.
0: <laughs> Tony, thank you, and uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks, Jamie.